Sarah and Max, an unlikely pair in this wild podcast, they're the perfect flair. Sarah's charm, so feminine and free. A Cali girl spirit under the podcast tree. Max is strong force with a punch in every word. Together they navigate the dating absurd. Don't forget to hit subscribe, join the crew for more laughs and tales just for you. Now back to the show. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Good for Shaduchem. I'm your host, Sarah Levine, along with my co-host, Max Landisman. Today, we're going to talk about two controversial topics, as we usually do. Ooh, Shaduchem. And I wanted to dedicate this um, podcast to our beloved fish who died today. (laughs) (laughs) Jordan. His name is Jordan, and I have no idea. I have no idea what happened, but taking care of fish is very difficult. Whoever said fish were the easy um, pets is actually lying. They're very difficult. (laughs) (laughs) He was actually very ill for some time. For some time you had it? Did you have it for more than 30 days? uh, I think it was exactly a month. It was Monica time. Okay. So... Um, Cause it's interesting because if you got it before 30 days, you can get a refund. If it's like one day over, it's screwed. That's screw, true. That's screwed. I don't know. Shell, we, we, got, we got him during Hanukkah time. I think it was like a month and change maybe. It's funny because I was there when Shlomi bought the fish. And we asked the lady like, what's the lifespan thing? It's like four days. She's like, oh, yeah, it's about four years. Yeah. Turns out, yeah. No. <laughs> we, well, uh, we had a dwarf gourami and apparently they're very, they're, they don't live so long whatever but i i um it was so sad to wake up to a dead fish yeah fortunately me had to deal with it but yeah oh it's too bad yeah so this uh, this episode is dedicated to jordan you'll be missed yep yep (laughs) as as a kid we used to like have a funeral for a fish as a joke oh um what would that entail um some stupid speech that would obviously be a joke (laughs) Um, Wait, in your family? No, it's just like my older brother's like, this, this oh, dude, whatever. Um, yeah, it's like stupid. <laughs> but no, yeah. there was no speeches. We kind of just, Shlomi just flushed them down good. the toilet. It's not good for Shlomi. <laughs> yeah. Um, but anyways. But um, there, we did have fish that did last oh. for years, so it can't happen. I have a feeling our other fish, we have one more standing. And yeah. I feel like that other one, Sky, he's just going to, he's going to power through. Yeah, I think so too. I think he'll be like alive for a couple years, like ten years. He'll be like the mystery fish, like we don't know why he's dying. Emir, it's a show. Anyways, we just wanted to let you guys know we have an Instagram page. Um, I think we have twenty-three followers. Twenty-five. Twenty-five followers. Yeah. Um, it's good for Shadokim. Um, we have really nice memes over there that Max um, takes care of. And they're pretty funny. And yeah. they're all about Shadokim. Right. And the ones I can't post on Good for Shadokim, I'll just probably post on my own. Okay. Yes. We have to censor some of them. Yep. Um, we also have an email, which is goodforshadokim at gmail.com. And Shadokim is S-H-I-D-D-U-C-H-I-M. Um, we also just wanted to have a shout out. It's not sponsored by, by anybody, but... Um, we had a really nice um, transaction, I would say, I guess, with okay. Cafe Demi. I don't know. Yeah. So um, Cafe Demi is really close to the office. And I just walked in there and um, I asked them to just put up just a poster 
to spread the to spread the word on our podcast and devora the owner was just so sweet and was more than willing to do whatever she whatever she could do to promote the podcast for for real for really any um for free so that was that was really kind of her she didn't really have to do that but i will say they do have really good decaf lattes Mm. i'm going through a caffeine cleanse right now and a good decaf latte is very hard to come by i was wondering because i'm like it's in the middle of the it's kind of, you know, it's 2.45 yeah. doing decaf already. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I'm not recaffeinating. Um, it's a decaf. So it's really good. Everybody should check it out. Um, okay. Yeah. So thank you, Cafe Demi. And yeah. it is a really nice place. It is. It's really nice. It's very chic. Um, everything is it. very fresh. They nailed it. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. Definitely good for Shadova. It. Oh, and it's good to take a date there. A nice That's true. day date. That's true. So if Mocha Blue isn't fitting your fancy, there's always Cafe Demi. Yeah, I feel like Cafe Demi is a little better than Mocha Blue. <laughs> it's just fine. fresher, but it's also a different type of it's vibe. It's very different, yeah. Yeah. It's very different. All right, so today we're going to tackle two topics, as we usually do. That but are controversial. That are controversial. I love. I love it. Um, and, I mean, we both love it, yeah. I think. Yeah. Um, but the first, the first idea that we wanted to to dive into is if parents should be involved in dating at all, or should moms in general not be involved because sometimes they're over involved, and um, should the single whoever whoever is in shidduchim should they have some type of um, support system or involvement while dating? So Max. So strictly, strictly to parents or in general support system? Well, let's tackle the parents. Like, um, let's do the parents first. Should parents be involved in dating? Do you feel like they're over-involved? Should they be involved? Um, should they not be involved? To what degree should they be involved? I remember when Shlomi started going out and he, had, he was flying to New York from Miami to go meet, go meet this girl. Mm-hmm. And I remember he told my mom, like by the way i just want to let you know i'm gonna be going to new york for a couple days she's like why are you going to new york he's like oh you know just to meet with some people she's like okay have fun (laughs) she doesn't even like ask questions like nobody cares whatever (laughs) my dad found out because uh he built it to the landisman family you know landisman family credit card (laughs) whatever we were younger back then yeah but um that's the only reason he but i definitely think uh, parents should be involved. I'm kidding. Of course, everybody on this spot. Oh my god! Everybody, I almost just, you probably I had a heart attack. Literally, almost just had a heart attack. <laughs> well, not a heart attack. I was like, do I not know Max Landisman? Yeah. <laughs> I think parents involved not only is horrible. It just they it has literally destroyed matches, mm-hmm. and we all know of people that you know matches try to get presented to mothers. And first of all, it's the most ridiculous thing I've ever I've ever heard. Why the hell is the mother checking out some girl that she thinks um, would be good for my shimmy? <laughs> There's like countless examples of not only is it bad and I think it just terrible, but how many times has this happened where an actual match that they ended up getting married but at a later date and completely wasted year, a year or more, you know, on just, you know, I don't think he's good for my shimmy. Right. What the hell's the matter with you? Mm. Stop getting involved with your kids' um, 
dating, whatever you, if, if somebody comes to you, in my opinion, if your kid comes to you and asks for some dating advice, that's fine. Um, I'm very firm in believing that no one should make the decision of anyone other than the person, him, him or herself. Mm-hmm. Um, it should come from them. You can give your, I think you, they can give your two cents and say like, if I were you, this is what I would do. But you are the owner of your own life and you have full discretion. You shouldn't have your parents freaking filtering people, especially from resumes, which we'll get into, are completely useless anyways. Right. I went to a wedding and it was, I was sitting next to, um, it ended up being, it, I was sitting next to, I was just about to give over information I feel like would destroy this, like <laughs> would give over the name already. Yeah, but don't do that. That's fine. <laughs> I was sitting next to, um, there's this older couple, mm-hmm. I'd say they're probably in their late 50s, um, early 60s or whatever. Okay. Um, the wife is sitting to my left and the husband is sitting to her left. Okay. And so we're just talking. It was at a wedding. She starts talking about shidduchim, whatever. What else is there to talk about? Of course, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and she talks about her own son when he was in shidduchim. And so she would be get sent resumes and things of that nature. So she would be sorting through them. Mm-hmm. There was one girl who she was sent and it said that she was she was Russian, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's very general. She's Russian. Okay, congratulations. Okay. According to her, she's like, you know, she brought up a lot of random excuses like, you know, because she's Russian, she's XYZ, which I'm stating clearly here, those are all assumptions. Mm-hmm. You don't know anyone until you know them, mm-hmm. right? Um, except of course, if you're from the Upper West Side and dated six thousand of them, <laughs> you can confirm that it's probably not the greatest place that I should be dating in. But anyways, mm. if you just say <laughs> everyone's squinting their eyes right now, it's just like <laughs> it's true, it's true, it's true. Oh man, I'm okay. trying to, you know. Yes. Anyways, yeah, the Upper West Side is not good for shuduchim. Okay, it's good Max. for other things. Uh, <laughs> but anyways. Um, I feel like we could have just like a whole entire podcast just on the Upper West Side and what you feel, like your thoughts on the Upper West Side. I was deeply insulted when that happened. We don't have to talk about the Upper West Side. But yeah, going back to the resume. So yeah, so in my mind, even then, before I, you know, before um, definitely this podcast, whatever, Mm -hmm. in my mind, I'm like, why, why are you making such a generality? What the hell you know about... Because she's Russian, so therefore it's not good for your shimmy, whatever. Right. I just thought it was such a ridiculous, you know, thing to say. Well, she was doing, you know, she was like just going off of what information was literally set in front of her. It wasn't even. It wasn't and even the, that. But it was she was this, judging it. Just meaning, yeah, I I hear what you're saying, but it's one step worse because it said Russian. She, she assumed Russians are a certain yeah. way, and therefore. She doesn't want to be involved. It yeah. didn't even didn't even reference like, oh, it says she's family oriented, whatever. You know, like that's right. kind of, it was based on that. So, mm-hmm. so in my head, as she's saying the story, I thought it's ridiculous, and she could have. How do you know that? I don't remember if she was saying like everything seemed good, but she was Russian. I can't say that for sure. Right. But she went on that, and based on that, she said no. I, why she's saying no? to first of all why a mother is saying yes or no on behalf on behalf of your son or right. daughter is ridiculous is most 
ridiculous. Did she talk to her son before no, saying they, no to this that's woman? The, they don't do that. Oh, as far so as I she know, just said no. The people that I'm familiar with, they don't. Yeah, they just say they don't even go to the guy. So they don't even un- know. They like don't have the no guy idea. doesn't even know. No clue. Of no clue. For they all you ask, know, he could be into Russians. Hundred percent. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. So could be blonde. Could be interesting. It could be. It could be what he's been looking for. Exactly. And so fast forward a year, right? Um, he ended up meeting her like in person or some crazy event. Mm-hmm. And what did she know? They got they married. They got married <gasps> a year later. Oh, that's actually a nice story. And so she's like, you know what? It's incredible how, you, you know, it just the way the world works. Or how I, I was wrong. Exactly. And I, in my head, I'm like, that's because you're a dumb schmuck. That's why. Look at what you did. Right. But they did get together yes, they, when they were supposed to but you're saying it could have been done maybe a little more sooner i don't know it's hard to say well, but but yeah the, at mean, the end of the day the mom said no to somebody that he ended up with it's none of her damn business get right. out of it stay out of it it's ridiculous yeah. yeah i mean i do agree with you i do feel like even sometimes like i do feel like these mothers kind of like live for it like that, they yeah, they kind of like the drama of going through the resumes and saying yes and saying no and having total control over what like even like either if their daughter's in Shadokim or their their son's in Shadokim, I think there's like this kind of like um um excitement to the control of it and to um like the drama of it. And I feel like that's a little sad. I but also at the same time I do feel like there are mothers out there and when we say mothers it's it's really usually mothers. Usually the fathers are not um, calling references and not as involved in Shadokim, right? For my, for my, I guess, yeah, personal, I guess so. We'll get into the calling of references, bull crap, right? Later. No, but I'm just saying, like, yeah. usually we're referencing right. mothers no, because that. it's usually the mothers that are. Is involved. it like that also from the woman's side, or just yeah, I mean, guy side for sure, right? Guy's yeah, sure. yeah, the, the mothers are usually the ones that are very involved with the Shadokim process in general. Right. Fathers, I think, are kind of in the periphery, um, but usually not as involved as the mother. Right. But um, just going back to what you were saying is um, I, do, I do feel like there are some mothers that actually have a genuine um, good place and, and have a good heart and really do want the best for either their daughter or their son. But there is also, um, it's hard to tell who's who in that area because you also have mothers that are like kind of make it their... Um, their job and their drama of the day and, and like their excitement and like their control, which is definitely like not ideal. And I feel bad at for whoever they're trying to represent because like you said, they do backtrack a little bit from what is actually, from what is actually a potential good match. hundred percent. I do genuinely feel bad for people because even when they don't necessarily want to go through that path, they don't want their mother involved. And when things don't less necessarily go through the mother, but it goes to them, mm-hmm. they do feel, I've seen it personally, I, they do feel a need to let their mother know because they feel that if she finds out in some way that he went yeah. around their back, she's going to flip and they're never going to hear right. the end of it and will terribly hurt their mother, which is just, you never want to do that. But like, wow. Right. First of all, right. I never would want to be in that situation, but it's just like, it's ridiculous. Right. You're saying to have the mother... Um know that they're in date like they're dating somebody i'm like just letting you know i met someone i'm going out with her um 
yeah, just be aware. Oh, I haven't met him. Like, cause we just went out, whatever. Uh-huh. But it just, you know, you can say it in a nice way. I would really appreciate it if you weren't so involved. I appreciate your involvement and you want the best for me. But I think this mm-hmm. this is where I feel comfortable. What do you feel like? What do you What do you feel? Like? I mean, that. Right. How is he gonna handle it? You know. Right. Um. I'm just curious, like, why? I, well, I'll backtrack and say, for me, in dating, my parents were 100 percent not involved so at all. Yeah. Like, I, I also, well, they come from a background that um, they really don't understand the shidduch dating process. <laughs> and also, right, and then also, um, I kind of didn't want like the extra sound around me. Like, I didn't want to hear what they had to say because I did have like a sense of self, and like I felt like if I'm the one seeking like a spouse why would my mother be seeking the spouse for me that's just how i felt about it um and i kind of don't understand like for me i guess it's a certain ignorance of like really just not understanding and coming to the idea that like somebody representing you i i just don't understand it it's completely foreign like like i said like if i'm getting resumes i want to sort through them and like i'm the one that i'm looking for for a spouse so why would I have my mom do it for me? You know what I mean? Incredible. I, I honestly, like I said, I could just be ignorant, but I don't understand the concept of it. And and um, I guess because people start dating at like, in some circles, 19, 20, like they're very busy maybe and they can't and they feel like they can't go through all the resumes. And I know a lot of men feel like they're very overwhelmed so they so they'll have the mother go through all these resumes but also but i just don't understand the concept of somebody representing you and making decisions for you because i at the end of the day don't you want to make your own decision on your spouse and like don't you want to see who is out there for you and and like i i just don't i just don't understand even the concept of having a mother or whoever you've decided to um represent you in like the shit process like i just don't understand having that yes no coming from your mother yep 100 athletes so. celebrities have agents that is in a totally different realm it is to yeah the reason for them is to buffer out all the trash like random people are like yeah i want them to show up well yeah uh, they yeah. like they want to make appearances and like they want to make sure they're paid properly they make, exactly 100 like, it's negotiated well and that nobody's wasting their time there's a reason, like athletes and celebrities may not be the best business people in the world, whatever. The thing about Shaduchim is freaking not, well, may, maybe some cases it is business, which again, I'm very against that too. Right. I'm only looking for the richest person. Go screw yourself. It's ridiculous. It's absolutely insane. Yeah. And, you know, they should not be involved. Right. I mean, they would, like when I would get a call, I would get a call from some, um, let's say I was a reference on somebody else's resume. I would get a call from a mother and the mother's asking me all these questions. And I also felt like a little uncomfortable because I don't know. It's like, well, like usually, I I don't know. It was just a very, it's just usually a very uncomfortable situation to be in. Like I'm trying to talk about my friend who's the best. And like, I want to give her encouragement and I want to go out with whoever the other guy is on the other side. But um, at the same time, I felt like I was interrogated. I was being interviewed. And, like, I felt like I had to, like, fight for my friend to go out with this guy, you know. And I was like, I just don't like the feeling of this mother being, you're, you're coming off extremely biased on the other side. Like, the mother's obviously biased. Nobody's good enough for my son. 
and then you're and then she comes off as like okay we'll prove that she's good enough for my son that's how i was getting all like that's how i was feeling on the other side Makes sense um any chance we can get a little do you remember any of the questions she was asking or because i could totally i've seen the i've seen conversations well it was asked about me someone's asking about you no no so my friend when i was dating got a reference call um about this woman was calling on behalf of her son and she asked me about my um she asked me about my dress size what about you about my dress size yeah your dress size who she's not yeah who's not she's not going out well obviously she's not going out with him i'm gonna take a moment whoever (laughs) that woman is needs to be her house needs to be egged immediately what well, a douchebag. Okay, well, Freaking first ridiculous. of all, I'm not the only girl that this happens to. But and I've also- never, I've actually never, I've heard of dress size, but when they ask the person they're inquiring about, not the person they're talking to who's a friend of the person they're inquiring about. What the hell does that have to do with anything? Yeah, no, so, yeah, so this mother called my friend who was a reference. Oh, you're saying she, okay, she called your friend. Yeah. She got your friend to talk, ask about you. To ask about me. Oh, I'm sorry. I, so I completely misconstrued That's it. That's okay. It sounded like she called you to ask about your friend. No, but I mean, it's kind of the same. But um, yeah, no, no. So she called. Sorry, maybe I wasn't so clear. But she called my friend. And in a lot of the odd questions my friend had told me, she was like, it was just an odd ref- like call from a mother. But she did say that... She asked about basically like my dress size, and we got what to say about that. And, um, um, Not my all friend, of it I can see on this podcast. Well, my friend was like, "If your son is asking about." dress size like it's not a good fit for my friend she's not going to go out with somebody who's asking those questions mm. and she kind of just like stopped like stopped the call there um but it's just interesting because like you're trying to have a representation for those uh, for those who do want to have their mother involved in in um representing them in being the middleman and calling references and, and um, working hard on that. Like, I guess to a degree, I kind of understand it, but you also have to make sure that they're representing you, like that there's no flaws in the representation or that they're, they're like you check in with your mom every single time. Like, I don't understand like these parents that are don't even at, like don't even um, let their son in the loop of like who they're, or daughter in the loop, like they yeah. just say no to these people and they don't even know. Like, I, I, I don't understand. Yeah. Um, I, I get like, if, you know, I could definitely see someone not feeling comfortable or whatever you want someone else to kind of reach out about references is one thing. I'm not into the whole reference game anyways. I think it's completely useless and we'll get to that later. Yeah. Um, but the fact that, legitimately the guy has no clue as to what's going on having your mother turn down girls or say yes to girls on your behalf is in my in my opinion outrageous is absolutely ridiculous right as far as asking about dress size um i will i will say this it's i'm going to try to be as clean as possible but when stuff like that happens yes you know i don't i start to mess around a little bit Oh, I can see that give happening. Them, give them a little bit. Give them a little taste of like their own medicine. Like entertain it. Yeah. Yeah. So they would ask, "What size? What's what's her dress size?" I'm like, "Okay, that's interesting." 
Um, may I ask what size your son's uh, thing is? <laughs> you can't. Why? Why not? First of all, she would probably know the answer. She would know. Okay, if she knows the answer, that that's a bigger problem. Okay. In, in reality. Or maybe the shoe size. You could ask. No. The no. shoe size. Here's is. how I. By the way, for all of you who think that what I just said is, how could you say that bullcrap, whatever? I'm very aware, well aware of what I said. And the reason I say it is to prove a point. There are certain things you should not ask. Right. If you want to see a picture, that's totally fine. I get that. Guys are into that. And I get it. That's fine. Dress size is just way too much. You want to know a measurable figure that you are interested in. You want to know dress size, fine. Maybe the girl wants to know what size that thing is. Maybe that's important to her. Maybe. In that sense, well, it's so different. No, it's not actually, because you believe that what this mother asked is absolutely insane and I totally agree with you. Uh huh. So maybe you want to know a certain measurement from the other side. You may think it's totally fine. She may think it's ridiculous, but that's the point. So that she says like, that's so inappropriate. Like. That's also inappropriate to ask what her dress size is. It's it's essentially slapping them in the face and telling them you can't just say that. Right. Unfortunately, what I think is ha what what is going on is, and this is where when people say, "Well, this is how the system is. I have to conform to that." Bullcrap. The reason why you feel you have to conform to it is because everyone is conforming to it. Meaning, if right. someone actually stood up more than just one person and said, "That's a really inappropriate question," and go screw yourself, don't ever call me again. Mm -hmm. Imagine if. People ask that question and everybody said that. No one would ever ask that question ever. Right. Well, that actually kind of segues actually into our next conversation, which is um, are resumes a thing of the past? In reality, they're not a thing of the past. I just think that they're... I think they're quote unquote people use resumes. dated. People use resumes. People do use resumes, but I do think it's a dated concept. And like to go off what you were saying is um, resumes in itself, I feel like are also kind of dated in, in that certain way. It's like a lot of people who don't like the resume process, who think resumes are stupid, they really should come together. They should, really should stand up for themselves and be like, this is actually not representing me. And I just want to go with, you know, a name, a number, maybe where I live. And like, that's it. Like, But they don't. Right, which, which is the bit, which is the problem. Because the community in itself is is very um, into resumes. They're very into having these like almost job resumes. And you know what's funny? Because I'm in that in that world of I've seen professional resumes. I'm talking like twelve hundred dollar resume, just a resume. Well, this is what you do, right? This and is your there, line it's of actually, work. Right, it's actually very similar as far as. You're putting on, yes, one's very personal, like your your personal life, and the other one is more career. The difference between a trash resume and a good resume is the following. Trash resumes list the same bull crap. They, they don't get into specifics, and they just list what we call buzzwords. Um, he's a team player, mm -hmm. right? Um, he's a hard worker. Right. Like nobody else is a hard worker. He's a team player. Right? Mm -hmm. Do you hear on you see on shidduchim resumes? By the way, there's two types of shidduch resumes: one with a blurb and one without a blurb. The oh more right, you the about me the section. Right. Is that what you're talking the more about? yeshivish you get, the more often you'll see there is no blurb at all. It's just it's a piece of paper um, listing your family history. Does this guy have 
you know, fungus on his left toe or not. Like I care, you know, actually if, what is your dad's Hebrew name? What is your mom's Hebrew name? What do they do? <laughs> what do they do? Right. I'm just, I'm just asking because I want to know if you come from money or not. Mm -hmm. Right. And I've said this before that I've heard that guys would ask for an address to look up how big the house is. Oh yeah. Yeah. Talk about size. It's, <laughs> it's unbelievable. It's, it How would the they see way. it on Google Maps? Yeah, it's easy. Oh. You know that. No, right? you're, you're still learning how to use, use Google. <laughs> whatever. I never would have thought of that, to be honest with you. Yeah, that could. Be, that's easy. Um, but it would have his home number, like where they live. Yeah, the I address. Can, because mine is literally mine would be an apartment building because that's where I live. Well, not everyone's from the Upper West Side. Well, I'm not from the Upper West Side. I know, but your apartment building was in the Upper West Side, right? Yeah, but if you would Google me and look at it, you'd be like, uh, like she lives in a dump. But like that's not where I'm from. Well, I'd say the people that are most likely typing in where they live or whatever are not going to date a girl from the Upper West Side. Just mm, reality. Gotcha. And um, Oh, so I already have a strike. That's fine. Yeah, okay. it's a big strike in those, yeah. <laughs> Which, by the way, as much as I'm against everything we're talking about, a strike against someone in the Upper West Side, I totally agree with. So <laughs> it just happens to be I'm so lucky that uh, that was able to kind of make this shidduchim, mm -hmm. uh, shidduch. Uh -huh. But anyways, in regards to the resume, so the list, team player, uh, hard work, all the bull crap, you know, family oriented. How many times family oriented? I've got all these resumes as examples to show you. The whole thing says family oriented. Oh my God, is you nice. have resumes? Yeah. Okay, let's read one. That people sent me over the years. But all right, before I before Wait, I show what, it. Uh, like girl resumes? Yep. Oh yep. my God. I'm not saying names or whatever. Yeah, don't say They're names. They're just so generic. Okay. So just to, just to finish off as far as resumes go, bad resumes just say those buzzwords. What a good resume does that's so different than any other is don't tell me, show me. The good resumes show you, you want to, ex you want to like, you know, show that she's, um, she's a, she's a giver that she cares about people in need. Don't tell me she cares about people in need. Show me she's, or, she or cares say about people like in need. she volunteered at this in this place. Or no, like, that's that? not, no, not even. So yes, volunteer, but what's even better to make it, by the way, anyone who does this will immediately stand out in the entire shit of the world. Okay. I guarantee you that. Okay, wait, um, so what is it? So say stuff like helped raise thirty thousand dollars for uh for camp, you know, for XYZ camp oh, or this or whatever. More specific. Quantifiable results. Anything that you can talk about specifics mm. can show you that you know what happens if you don't raise I'm not even talking about it has to be the biggest deal in the world, but let's say you want to show that you're a giver, but also you're into fitness. How many women say you know they exercise regularly because they want they think guys and I'm sure a lot of guys are looking into that, but just by stating that you go to the gym is stupid. To so be more specific about it. If you can, you can also be indirect about it. If you said, I ran 17 marathons in the last six months. Oh, mm -hmm. you're, you're not telling me you're, you're, uh, you live an active lifestyle. You're showing me you have an active lifestyle. Oh, that's you're also point. showing that you're involved in these giving projects and all these things. You can even kill two birds with one stone. My point is, is that don't tell me, show me, mm -hmm. show me you are. If you have a resume, don't make it so generic. So stupid and generic. Exactly. The only 100%. thing is, is I feel like sometimes shahans are like, um, you have to have it this way. You have to have it I know. that way. It's happened to me early on when yeah. I first started, which I, which I think what is what really makes me unique is that 
even if I'm a modern guy today, let's say, but I'm still like actually from like, I don't eat dairy out and say, sh and say, what are you doing for Shabbat? Okay. Or any of that but crap. it's okay if you do. <laughs> Whatever. It's, it's fine. okay if you do. Um, yeah. Maybe. We may have to take that out, Max. I don't know. Yeah, fine. We can piss. Whatever. No, Up because no, <laughs> Max. Because people on the podcast may be from that background. All right, if you say it, it's fine. Don't worry about it. You can do whatever you want. I just may think differently. Okay, but that has nothing to do with what we're people talking know about right now. Fine, whatever. Anyways. Okay, Max. So, do you want to read some of the resumes? Oh my gosh, do I? All right, so here we go. I'm a very friendly and outgoing person. I am growth oriented and always looking to become closer to Hashem. I just love Hashem. I'm so, all right, continuing. I love music, reading, learning, playing volleyball, and being outdoors in nature. I'm really close with my family and love spending time with them. Giving is my nature, and it is a quality I'm looking for in a partner as well. I'm looking for someone who is kind, has a positive outlook on life, and is not judgmental of others. Like nobody else's lady, whatever. Someone who is spiritual, growth-oriented, and strives for all his actions to be according to Torah. All right, so Sarah asked me kindly that I don't add my three cents while I'm reading it because it sounds like all one. I did a whatever. Yeah. I said a few things, but... Okay, so let's just go over it yeah. real quick. Mm -hmm. I'm very friendly. There are non-friendly people that write, I'm very friendly. I mean, and also, what are you going to write? I'm not a friendly person. Exactly. Okay, fine, friendly, whatever. And an outgoing. Okay, she's an outgoing, right? The problem is, is that they don't know what guys are looking for. This doesn't sell anything. Right. Like, well, she's conforming to what the Shadchan told her to write, honestly. Like, yeah. in her defense, I don't know who I, it is. I remember. I don't even see a picture. I remember my own case when I met with a Shadchan for the very first time. And she was asking me about certain things. Like, what am I looking for? This and that. And... I would say one thing and she's like, okay, we're going to write family oriented. I remember to this day, we're going to write family oriented, uh, you know, mm -hmm. and they would just spin it their own way. It's mm -hmm. all the same bull crap. Yeah. It's all the same. doesn't describe anything. When she talks about, I love music, reading, learning, playing volleyball and being outdoors in nature. Um, in reality, that doesn't help make a match. Doesn't get a guy to want to go out with you. I'm sorry. Well, also if you're, it you are the guy that's receiving this resume. You also I, don't really care if she's outdoors, right? Correct. But let's say someone someone is looking for someone in the outdoors. Okay, fine. She she likes read. I mean, like who cares? She likes reading. She likes who? Do, I mean, come on, people. I mean, it's all very generic. Playing volleyball. You know, if you played volleyball once, she might write that. Playing volleyball. How often do you play volleyball? Were you right. part of a it's team? It's almost like you don't trust the resume itself. It's all bullcrap. Right. Doesn't say anything. And being outdoors in nature. Does that? What does that mean exactly? Does, right. Does that? You could say being outdoors in nature could also mean you won't actually go. Meaning the person that is looking for someone in the outdoors would go camping probably. Things like that. Mm -hmm. Be more specific, I would say. Mm -hmm. But again, this, like as a guy, at least to me, this does not. This actually is a turn off rather than a turn on. Did you go out with this girl? What do you think? Yes, she's I a think you did. Speech language pathologist. I, think I mean, you my did. favorite. I don't even remember. Oh. I actually cut off her name. I don't even know who this girl is. Oh, but, so uh, you don't even remember if you went out with her? No. <laughs> no. I heard that she's family oriented. <laughs> okay. But, you know, okay, congratulations, giving it great. I'm looking for someone who is kind, like nobody else is, right? I'm looking for someone that doesn't describe anything, has a positive outlook in a, in a, in a, 
you know, an ideal world, yes, we would all like that be with someone probably who has a positive outlook, but that doesn't do anything for the cause here. Right. I'm looking for someone with a positive outlook. A mother who's reading, it, like, it's just, just bullcrap. It just doesn't Does help Does she you. have a picture? Did no, she have no, a... I don't know. Maybe there was a picture. Okay. But there's nothing here. Okay. Do you and want to read another resume? Let's do it. All okay. right. Is modern orthodox, Shomer Shabbos, and kosher. Okay. That's good. She's very passionate about giving back and helping others. Wow. Loves learning new things, traveling, going to Broadway shows, and spending time with family. I love the family and friends thing. Mm-hmm. She is looking for someone who is genuine, kind, and passionate about what he does. She would like someone who knows how to have fun and can make her laugh, but can also have deep conversations and also is rich. I'm joking. That was my thing. <laughs> she wants someone who is family-oriented. There it is. And spiritually committed to Judaism as well. Congratulations. Yeah, you're looking for a, like a good, solid dude who happens to be Jewish. Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah. You could have said that in a lot shorter. <laughs> So blah, blah, blah is 26 and is in law school at NYU. It's already on a, you know, and lives downtown near school. She's smart, ambitious, friendly. By the way, it's, it doesn't show that she's smart or ambitious. And again, like I care. I don't care. I feel like if you're in NYU law school, though, that shows a little bit of, um, like you are a little elitist, I guess. Mm, I don't know. Nerds. Sure, but like you have to get be very smart in order to get in there. Who else do I know that went to NYU? I have no idea. Oh, you didn't go to NYU? I, I did oh, not go to. you work N- at NYU. <laughs> I didn't Never go mind. to NYU. <laughs> All right, fine. Um, oh, here it is. She, by the way, I looked up these things up by typing in family oriented and they were all highlighted. There's like so much. Oh, my God. She's very family oriented and close with her siblings and parents. Judaism is very important to her. She dobbins every day and is looking for a guy who's on sim- who's on a similar page. And by the way, I have, after reading one or two more, I'm going to write what I wrote, what people are really looking for when they talk, when they say about this. Oh, okay. Um, but so Max, what are you saying in terms of writing a resume? If, if, you, if you do want to write a resume. You should write specifics if you can write quantifiable results even better. Again, so, so I, if you're, don't, the, the, the bottom line is don't tell me, show me. It's a very Uh simple term. So if you want a girl to, if a girl is very outdoorsy, she likes to hike. Okay, fine. Instead of saying you're outdoorsy, like you like the outdoors and you like to hike, say you. I go to Lake Tahoe three times a year. Or you try to find camping trips with your friends. Like. No, I don't like that. No, it's too generic. What do you mean? I I try to find like. Oh, sorry. I didn't mean to say that. Like I, I make it a point to go camping like twice a month with my friends. Okay, we're getting better. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. you can see that, oh, okay, so that's important to her and that she does actually like camping. Right. Or um, <coughs> every Sunday, she she makes a point to go on a five-mile hike every Sunday. I Much better, yeah. Mm-hmm. I just say it, be very stern about it. Like, I go, I go, I run a, what do you call it, whatever. I run five miles every Sunday. Like a marathon? Or whatever, whatever you do. I go running every day at least five miles. Oh, okay. That's... That's substance mm-hmm. and strong, strong language. Gotcha. You okay. Know? Like if you're looking for someone who's like super into exercise. So what about what? Oh, sorry. No, that's fine. I'm just saying if you if like that's actually a thing. It's not, right. She can say like I I did like a half a half a marathon or like two years ago and I I feel really accomplished from that and I want to continue my goal to do a one like a full marathon. 
something like that try to condense i i'm i kind of want it like as a you know it's, it's kind of like a bullet point it's kind of like a right. resume of course, which is short short into the point yeah short but into the point what i would do is no matter what you say or whatever. what about for the family oriented people though what are you trying to say here what are you trying to say? But like what should they say? Like they love you people. You're family or, or oriented. Get rid yeah. of it. Typically, people are family oriented, looking for our spouse. Yeah, we're <laughs> typically family oriented. Gotcha. Congratulations. Or down to earth. Down to earth. Don't tell me. Show me. How are you down? You know how? Right. Whatever you end up writing, what I would do is read it to yourself and ask yourself: Is this showing what I want it to show? Mm -hmm. Right? Does this prove? that I actually am an outdoorsy person. Mm. If I just say, I like the outdoors, what the hell does that mean? Right. Someone tell me to write that, who the hell, you know? Right. So. That's actually some good, That that is very good advice. People pay $1,200 for a resume like this. I'm giving this to you for free. Yeah. It is good advice, but the thing is, is like our shotguns. Once you once you put this on a resume, let's say they take your advice and they put it on a resume, our shotguns gonna be like, no, 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 no. This is. I'll tell true. you a story. Someone asked me for, for a resume, you know, you know, my typical, you know, you ask me for a resume, go screw yourself. I'm not dealing with this. Um, but for whatever reason, whenever I would give in, I'd get, send them like a bull crap resume. Oh, okay. In this case, I literally just took my job resume mm -hmm. and then sent them that, sent them that. <laughs> yeah. And just like added a few things about, I dove in three times at, like, yeah. and skills, like yeah. uh, skills is like, uh, we're gonna write birding hips, but I'm thinking about a resume or something, whatever. Oh my god! As a joke. Okay. Um, and the girl actually on the date said, like, you know, your resume was like really impressive. Like, I I feel like I'm really behind, and I really need to update mine. I like I sent it, it in your, as a joke. It was your work resume. It was my job resume. Oh my god! It was, but I did it as a complete joke. She was so serious about like yours was so good. Like I just I couldn't stop laughing. I couldn't like I was in shock. <laughs> I could I can't not believe, believe she it. brought it up on the date. And they take it seriously. <laughs> they took it so seriously. Oh my lord, these people just Well, my question then is at the end of the day then, it sounds like both of us are just not for having a resume. Kind of they are kind of a mute point, kind of a little ridiculous. But what should then take or represent a single person? Like what is the alternative to having a oh, resume? Oh man, I'm gonna that's like a separate episode in and of itself. Because what happens when, you know, how do you even get involved with resumes, right? Someone meets you in shul. They ask if you're single. Hey, can you send me your resume? Hey, can you send me your resume? Hey, can you send me your resume? Hey, why don't you get to know me a little bit? Mm. Why don't you just, we're talking right now. Why don't you talk to me? What the hell do you need a piece of paper for? Right. Right? Um, one person after one of our first episodes, actually, a friend, a friend, a friend of ours, um, what's it called? He reached out. And is actually like very pro resume and all these all these things. And I'm like, you know what? Great, like you have a perspective. I'd love to have him on the podcast. Mm. Unfortunately, he's going through some health issues right now. He can't make it. Mm. But in general, like if there are people out there, like if you're a shotgun who has completely opposite views of everything we're saying, I'd love to have you on. By the mm. way, for the record. Yeah. So if you want to come on, but and you want to kind of speak your side. We're more than happy to have you. Just reach out, goodforshuduchim at gmail.com. But as far as, I'm going to give you just a tidbit of what, I, of what I'm trying to say about, so if you don't have a resume, what do you do? Right. I'm very against just setting people up. If you, if you don't know them, then don't it, get involved. It, really? If somebody in Shul was like, hey, you know, I really do have somebody, it may be a good match for you. What, like, 
instead of instead of being like, hey, do you have a resume? What should they ask for? Just your number? Why, why do you why do you feel why do you feel it's a good? I mean, who's coming up to a random stranger? Not a random. Well, like you said, like in shul, people would come up to you and be like, hey, you know, start talking with you, right? And then be like, hey, you may have like. I may have somebody in mind for you. How can I get in touch with you? Or can you send me a resume? And then, and you would say, I don't have a resume, but I have a blank. Or you should do blank to get in touch with me. Well, that's if I even want to get in. You, I if want you, you do. If you do? If you do. Then yeah, send me your number. Number. Or have that, or, or just speak with them on the phone and, and call it a day. Not have a physical resume. Yeah. Definitely not have a physical resume. If you're... If you're asking me for like, if you're interested or whatever, then yeah, just send me your number and call a day. I'll call her or something like that. Gotcha. That's fine. But as far as like, because a lot of times it is really awkward because people are setting you up. Like you respect them, mm-hmm. but just like you just may not be interested. Right. And also typically the person's trying to set you up. They think they have your best interest, but they don't. It's not like they're out to get you, but they're really trying to pitch someone they know. Right. And so... Most of the time, and I've learned the hard way, I used to trust people and just like, oh, hey, I respect you, so I'll definitely do it. Yeah. You're all disasters. Yeah. Um, I've been there too. So can I read you the muscle that I wanted to bring up? Uh, yeah, totally. I heard this from my brother. Um, we try, I tried to get this. Again, like he believes he saw it in an article. I was trying to look it up right before this podcast, but Sarah wanted to start immediately. So um, feel free to- First of all, we did not start immediately. All right, fine, whatever. Um, but, and I feel like it was going to take a, a little bit of time. That's true. <laughs> Fine. I was too busy finding Shiloh resumes oh, okay. and printing them out. But I'm just, <laughs> I just want to read a story about Rav Chaim Kanievsky. I think everyone respects Rav Chaim Oh, Kanievsky, yeah, sure. So it's all. Okay. Um, so Rav Chaim was very in Shidduchim, mm-hmm. right? In fact, his own story is incredible. Like, people didn't even want to, It's, like, unbelievable. It's, you know, even Rav Chaim wasn't good enough. Mm. It's crazy. Um so Rav Chaim, after his stifler passed away, which was his father, Rav Chaim was asked to give a share in Talmud uh, Gemara Yerushalmi in place of his father. His father used to give a, a share. And so once the cycle ended, Rav Chaim decided not to continue the share. He just completely paused it. He was asked why he didn't continue. Like, why aren't you continuing? I understand. Like, you don't want to, you know. His reply was that it would take him about five minutes a day. This gets so funny. It would take him about five minutes a day to prepare and that would be Bittel Torah to him. Mm. Obviously, we all know Rav Chaim probably didn't waste a second. He mm. was learning literally Yom Velayla. Mm-hmm. He even considers preparing for a sheer Bittel Torah. Mm-hmm. And Rav Chaim, before he would set people up, would actually go visit the family and learn about them, learn mm-hmm. about the person before he made any type of Shidduchim setup or whatever. It just goes to show you that these Shadchanim or whatever you call themselves can get off their and go, don't just send resumes. What the hell are you doing? Right. Here's an idea. Go look it up yourself. How about go? It, it's absolutely, especially if you want to get paid for this. Mm-hmm. Like if you're legitimately, if it actually works or whatever, and you want to get shot honest, go do the work yourself. As a salespeople, it's insulting to see. Yeah. I feel like, I feel like maybe the resumes, maybe you have, have a point. Like the resumes do create, like, um, it's, it's just, um, easy and, um, the shotgun doesn't have to do so much work. I'm and- sending. I, and again, we all we all know this, and you pointed to it out. You pointed to this earlier. Like when they say guys are inundated. By the way, I I it gets me all. 
by saying that, I know like girls get all mad, like all oh, guys have it easy. Side note, nobody has it easy. Girls have it really rough. Guys also I think, don't have it I good. I think both parties different. though, it's, both parties have their own It's different. Rough. Yeah. It's different. It's but, tough for both sides, but in, in two different ways. Right. So in this case, when we're talking to get inundated with the resumes, it, in my opinion, it's the shotgun's job to, that's how I get, that's how I, that's how I make matches. And that's why when Wait, I, it's the shotgun's job too. When you, before you go into someone, you need to be prepared. You need to know the person you need, you should know the person that you're trying to pitch. It's kind of like selling a product in a right, way. Right, But the problem is they may not know the person. And that's the, the then don't end. pick, then don't get involved. Right. Especially again, I can't say, stress this enough. They want to get paid for this. Some of them, right? Some of them do. Some of them do, not all of them. I mean, they're doing it. I mean, some you think they're, they're doing it out of the goodness of their heart or whatever, but they think that you could just send resumes all day long and you hope to God that they pick yours and it ended up working out and then you want to get paid, especially professional shot on him. Some, yeah. I have an idea. Shouldn't be an idea. You shouldn't, it's not like you should know it's going to work out, but you should come prepared to the quote unquote meeting, mm -hmm. right? Or, or just be like truthful about it. Be like, you know, you I know, I didn't personally meet this guy. I do have his resume. I remember speaking to him at one says point. Says family oriented. But you know what I mean? Kind of have more of um, an honest approach to it rather than um, I have this guy. He's great. And he, yet, I have his resume. And he wants a girl just like you. It's like, but you don't know. How do you know? That's right. It's kind of like when they, when they come to me all the time, she's just the nicest. By the way, how do you know I'm looking for a nice girl? But also, how do you know she's nice? How do you know she's right. nice? Just the nicest. Again, very generic terms. Nice. How do I know that? What the hell does that mean? You don't even know her. Right. Right. I also asked, do you know her? No. Go screw yourself. Yeah. But also, I will say that in situations like when they tell you like, oh, um, you should just go out with him. I'm, I'm sitting there like, we cut, yeah. how do you, like, we, why? We don't, we, so we definitely spoke about we it. We did speak about it, this? Just go out. With, yeah, just go out. Go out. Oh, you yeah. You paying for go. it? Yeah. By the way, not to what mention. What do you have to lose? You know, that's you have what a lot they to say. Lose. Right. It's called trust. Why do you think when you get reference calls, why does it feel like an attack? Right. Because nobody trusts anybody. Right. And. And it also feels so, um, like, like they're formal. Looking, it they're feels looking for romantic. reasons. It feels like so formal. Like, uh, Shalomi got a reference call, um, this week about one of his friends and it just felt like so formal. Like, not like, hi, how are you? Um, you know, I'm just, I'm just looking. I'm not so sure if it's a good fit, but tell me more. It was like, hi, I'm blah, blah. And I'm like, I'm calling <laughs> for my, on behalf of my daughter. Do you have a couple minutes? And you're just like, uh, who are you? Like a couple minutes. Okay. Like I owe you those two minutes to speak to you. Like, right. And, uh, so tell me about them. What do you want to know? the hell's the matter with you that's always how these reference right. calls go and then, tell me about what do you want to right and then when, what do you want to know when shlomi answered the like very it was like a very like generic general question um she was like oh that's that's the only like interesting thing it's about him and but shlomi was in his mind like after was like you know i she didn't ask me for interesting things she By just way, asked me how like overall tell me about him Lush and hara gets very involved with this tell me about him and here's how it typically goes I mean, he's, he's a great guy, just the nicest. Um, they may say like what he does for, for a living, whatever, and say a bunch of blurb crap that nobody cares about. And no, it's not going to move the needle, right. right? It doesn't move the needle. Right. Ask, you need to ask very specific questions 
does he go to shul, let's say? You want to know if he goes to shul? You can say yes or no, mm-hmm. right? Because it's also, was it subject? Un, it's a, a non-biased and non... It's very... Like you should neutral? answer like very straightforward. Like, is it factual or not factual? Objective. Thank you, Stalmy. Yeah, Whatever objective. Whatever the word is. Meaning if it's not objective, like, when it gets to, well... You know, he's he's a nit, he's this, he's that, and you start talk and then you start talking in a circle. He's this, but he's not really. He's more at he's from Brooklyn, but more out of town. What the hell are you talking about? Then you're just confusing people. <laughs> I confused he's more out of town. Every, what are you playing with over there? So Max? I've got stuff I wanted to read. I wanna say like how modern Mothmer girls explain what they're looking for in a husband if they were being honest. And I wanna read it. Okay. It's it's phenomenal. Okay. Um, uh, buckle your seatbelts. There may be one or two inappropriate things here, but I think it's fine. Anyways. Of course you think it's fine. Of course, yeah. But anyways, here, fine. You know what? I'm going to ask you. If, I'm just going to show you one thing. Oh, no. Just read it. Fine. You're okay. All right, fine. All right. Starting off, instead of asking, saying, is he family oriented? Is he blah, blah, oh, blah. Oh, is this a spoof? This is like a spoof. This is a spoof, but resume. In, in all reality, this is actually okay. the truth. Okay. I understand. So first things first, must be tall, not so not short, but also not too tall, just tall enough. Tall enough for perfect eye contact, but low enough for perfect eye contact. Tall enough to feel protected, but not overly tall. Just someone who's tall, but again, not too tall. Did you get all that? <laughs> Got it. All right, um, there's definitely a few things that I um, I can't read here, but if you want to see the rest of that, just go to my Instagram, Max Lannisman. Um, I'll probably be posting more of that stuff there, but I can't say it here. Anyways, yeah. must stop, how many times do you see must it's like a demand must stop him with a minion 650 times a day but must think of me at all times <laughs> must make six billion dollars a year but still keep yenta status yenta. what's yenta status <laughs> basically saying it's humble like, like humbled i basically just made it i just make it what you want it like yenta like still be very jewy like learn learn all day but yet work all day somehow Oh, okay. Simultaneously working while right. while learning. Got it. Right, but do but it simultaneously also, while also making a fortune while also being a Rebbe. Gotcha. Um, must want kids immediately after wedding. Okay. Must go to base measures to learn every spare second, but simultaneously be home all the time. Okay. Must have gone to or wanted to go to YU just to wear tight khaki pants. <laughs> <laughs> That's just that's just a jab at YU. That's fine. Must have smicha, and are also a doctor, and are also drop dead gorgeous, and also must wear tachilas. Must fake wanting to make aliyah. Fake it. Yeah, it's like I want to make aliyah. Do you? <laughs> Can I, I'm gonna read. I want to read my resume. Okay. But the spoof one. Okay. Here's here here it is about. Okay. My friends would describe me as a nice person especially to other people, not just to myself. I'm very family-oriented, so I would expect the same for my partner. I'm looking for someone who's family-oriented, nice, is family-oriented, and must also be nice. She should be a person that people couldn't find even one negative word to say about her, or positive for that matter, other than she's nice. She must daven with a minion three times a day, but if she cannot, for whatever reason, that's fine, as long as she's family-oriented. I'm looking for someone with a good sense of humor. Someone who's funny but doesn't make me laugh. They must also be family oriented. They must, under no circumstances, they absolutely must have a direct relationship with a Rebbe, but if not, that's fine. Oh, very nice. <laughs> yep. 
On another, on another one I wrote, I'm six feet, the first thing I wrote, I'm six feet tall. Hope you're into tall men because the person reading this, that's the first thing they're probably going to want to know anyways. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, yeah, I wrote that. I dove in three times a day because I figured whoever's reading this would ask. And whenever I get the chance, I like to smile. <laughs> <laughs> I actually also put down as a reference, I took the number of Wendy's headquarters, like the burger chain. Yeah. The, the number of the headquarters and yeah. I put the number down and called her Wendy Goldberg. Wendy. So when they would call Wendy Goldberg, be like, thank you for calling Wendy's. Are you serious? Uh, you put that? Absolutely. Oh 100%. Gosh, I, and they're like, hi, I'm calling about a shit Um, Don't know about that. Um, we're Wendy's. Yeah, Wendy. I'm looking for Wendy. <laughs> Whatever. Oh my Such gosh. Idiots. Oh my gosh. It's great. It's, it's too much fun. But overall, these resumes, a bunch of crap. Mm -hmm. um, if you're going to do a resume, um, you know, if you want, reach out to us. Uh, if there's, if there's enough interest, we can, I can do a small video and show you how to write an actual resume if you're going to do that. But I still think it's ridiculous. Yeah. Um, basically we both agree that resumes are dated and need to kind of come to a halt. Well, they should, but they, they aren't, they aren't. But maybe we'll be the first to put that out there. Maybe people will stop using resumes. Yeah, hopefully that's the, you know, that's the goal. And, and people, if they, and also if people want to be set up or if they want to set other people up or they want to be deemed as a shotgun, do your job, then maybe get to know the people a little bit better 100%. than just collecting resumes and, and like, forwarding them and They're, forwarding, it's a forwarding them. machine. Yeah, exactly. And then, um, to be in touch with people, phone number, email, just like a regular like um way of communication mm -hmm. goes a long way mm -hmm. none of this nonsense of a picture along with well, an like about the, me okay fine well, if you fine, want I the like, picture Max. i think it's important for guys at okay least. but no, none of this blurb about me none blurb of this about my my about my siblings <laughs> none of this about like um how many nieces and nephews you have where you went to seminary when where you went to yeshiva yep. because it's kind of blurring um i think that's phenomenal the, word for this but it is it's blurring the actual person You're right yep. and when it comes to having parents involvement especially the mother we know is overly involved and can be like overbearing in these situations it's like if you do want your mother to be involved if you feel that she is actually taking care of it then that's great and i'm and i hope that you guys have like a um uh, open communication and your mom knows exactly what you're looking for and she knows you inside out and that she knows exactly what you want in a spouse but um in my knowing a lot of mothers it's really hard to say that I, they would know exactly what you want do you, sorry to cut you off but do you think it would be hilarious that there are guys that would hopefully never say this but tell their mother mom i'm looking for someone just like you <laughs> I think that comes out subconsciously. What? I don't oh, think God. it comes oh, out. Oh, man. That's just like... It's just like, how, I mean, how do they know what they're looking for? But, I like, mean, also would a guy be like, Mom, you know what really... really like, who I'm really attracted to? <laughs> you know what Let I really want? Yeah. That's like, so Like, do you awkward. really think that they will? Like, I wouldn't tell my mom, like, hey, Mom, you know who, who I find so handsome? I wouldn't be Show comfortable. Me. I wouldn't be comfortable saying that Of course not. Her. I guess it depends not. what, what there, like relationship you have, yeah. but there are, there are details in 
in dating that like I, I'm so I'm shocked that a mom could actually say yes or no to somebody. It's also a lot of the times the mother is picking the person for herself, meaning oh. it's not necessarily like she's going to marry the guy or girl or whatever. But it's going to be her daughter or son-in-law. They feel or they think they know what's best for them yes. and they're going to pick based on that. But it may be that the son or daughter. Or like what's think, best for me is best for him. Yeah, it's like stupid. So, okay, so kind of removing the the in-between, either if it's a mother or somebody who you see as a mother figure. I will say, though, having a support system while you're dating is very... It's very important. Very there's important. no question. But that, there's a difference... It doesn't difference, have to be your mother. Right, I mean, like, if you're closer, a, then fine. But. Right. There's a difference between having a support system who understands and has empathy for you, sympathy, while you're going through this really... Um, just like rough and emotional process and then having a mother who isn't there to support you in in the emotional and um and sometimes i guess like um i don't want to say physical way but like your support system should be there to just help you and guide you and give you advice when you ask for it um but i think there's a difference between a mother just saying yes, no, yes, no, yes, no, and then yeah. having a total support system. 100%. And, you know, hopefully, I mean, thank God, like, if you have good friends, like, real, when I say good friends, meaning, like, like actually good friends, not just, like, schmucks that they call themselves friends, yeah. but they're not. Yeah. Um, to have I, that kind of support system and mm -hmm. just, like, because it, it's, it's a, it takes a mental toll no matter what. I don't care what anybody says. Yeah. I've um, lost some friends through either their dating or through my dating. Really? Yeah. Uh, what do you mean? Well, I mean, like you said, it's very you. It's important to have friends that understand you, and like sometimes they can't or they can't um, relate to what you're saying, or, or and so you feel like a distance a little bit, like which happened to me. You want to share that or no? All right, fine. I'm okay. Damn it, <laughs> I tried, guys. I tried. Um, but I do think overall, just to keep wrapping it up, what our opinions are on this is that the um the shahin should get with the times and they really should understand take a step back and understand the resume process what it was there for because you know what before like my sister's generation was not dating like this it's so interesting you know shlomi also said that she like 30 they years were ago not, they even were the not former dating circles like this. they did not use resumes like my sister she She's yeshivish. She was in these circles. And she is. She did really. <laughs> she's the most Haredi. Like, yeah. yeah. And like, she didn't date with a resume. And none well, of her friends, none of her friends well, dated how, with how resumes. Did it, how did it happen? How did it work? Um. Well, she ended up marrying her high school sweetheart. Oh, that's, that's no, but it's so fine. Them aside, but I'm saying well, they when, per, yeah, I mean, when, that's, when they when they the both way. wanted to date, they didn't ask for resumes, not for each other, but like let's say if they wanted to date somebody else, like they didn't. They were dating other people. You're saying? Yeah, sure. Why not? Oh, they were. But I'm I'm saying like in her circles, even right. even I when knew they, her friends, right? And they there was none of this calling and none of this. None of this references. Uh, references and like these shirach resumes right. and like there is nothing like this. It's our generation that's being pushed, I feel. And just saying there's, you know, people feel more alone than ever, feel like there's less hope than ever. And what's it called? A shirach crisis or something? Uh, maybe. Whatever. Something like that where. Yeah. I feel like that just should be that um, shirachans just should be kinder and like. Learn what how to actually do your job. Yeah. 
if they want to have a resume, then do your job about it. Yeah. I'm curious, how did they, like, when your sister or now brother-in-law, when they were dating other people, how did how did it go about? Like, how did they go out with people? It was, it was more... Too shocking, or? No, not really. It was more like... Um, friend of a friend i would mm. say it was it was more like that like their peers would be like a lot of a lot of their friends actually ended up dating each other or marrying each other it yeah. was just like friends of a friend's knew somebody or their parents may have known somebody else and they just like set it up it yeah. wasn't like there wasn't any um background checking there wasn't any fact checking no references like none of this oh i'll get back to you in a week or two it was just like yeah. Everything was at ease. Everything was easier. People knew each other very well. well that's how, you know, I, I think that's how most marriages get set up through someone you know or um, a friend of a friend. Like in the case of you and Shlomi, it was, you know, Zelly called me and that's how we kind of made that connection. Right. Friends of friends, this and that, whatever. It's kind of how you make connections. Yeah. Um, but resumes and whatever. Just, you know, if they said, well, it made so much... Look how much good it's done. I'm like, it, you know, it's like all these resumes, how many matches were set up. And I'm like, kind of like saying, like, look at this organization, organization. It, it's brought matches so many Matches are different than marriages. hundred matches. Matches are different Wait, than marriages. Wait, when they say 150 matches, that's, they are not talking about marriages? No. Are you freaking joking? No, they're talking about matches. Like people that. Anyone can make a match. Anybody can make Here, a Here, go wait? out with her. That's a match. Is that for real? I really think so. Because I like, think you're right now too. Because 150 like successful marriages that's is different than we made 150 matches Shidduchim. yeah anyways though though that i think that that just means like people that have gone out for like over like two dates or three dates or something oh my lord are you serious that's i'm gonna find i need to confirm this, I, this is, yeah confirm this it i could be wrong insane. i could be yeah. wrong no, but I, I, it makes why it not makes say sense. marriages instead of matches it's it's like um it's like, look at this. Uh, it sounds random, but it makes so much sense after when I'm done. It's like, look at this organization. It brought so many people closer to Yiddishkeit. And I'm like, yes, so did cancer. It doesn't oh make God. it good. You know, <laughs> all I'm saying is that you potentially might have, you can get a few good instances. But that doesn't make the thing good. Resumes are not good, in my opinion. Right. Cancer has brought people close to God. Trust me. Oh that doesn't God. mean cancer's good. Okay. Right? Um, Any other different thoughts of the day? Yeah. Thought of the day. Something so interesting was um, people that heard the po people that heard the podcast. Yeah. And um, someone brought to my attention. By the way, everyone says the same thing when it comes to that idea about going on a first date, <laughs> meeting them in the office whatever oh my god nobody can wrap their head around that because it's so intrusive <laughs> so intrusive yes how are you gonna like in the middle of a busy day how the heck are you gonna be able to bring your like have a date in the middle of the day so uh, again for the record i'm not saying to have the entire date there i'm talking like show up for 20 minutes i know but like having somebody show up for 20 minutes that they kind of don't know i would say for me i would feel like they're breaking like boundaries if that's the case then don't do it right but that's probably why a lot of people are like what that doesn't make any sense you don't make any sense not you but no but you, i you think know as a mean. sales guy it's so different from my perspective because it's just like do what you want as long as you bring in money whatever um it's just like like i went to go to the school i went to the school and i met her there i, I saw her in her element for about 20 minutes whatever 
and we left and that was it i'm like okay cool i'm like wow this is what you do this is kind of cool well she was i guess more and of course it goes without saying that obviously if your boss or company is okay with that if it's not okay then of course don't do it but it's not just about your boss and company it's also about you what mainly what mainly what i found that it comes down to is you someone's own insecurity about what are people gonna think about what who is this guy? Is she is there? Are they dating? No, like, who, Max. Who people just can't physically like. I just, I just have don't. a date in the middle of their work day. Again, They're so like, busy. You you, okay, if you're, not everyone's a nurse. No, Some but I'm are, not even me. I'm not even me. But I'm saying like, stop everything like a lawyer. Let's say you're going out with a lawyer. First of all, I don't recommend going out with lawyers in general. Oh my god, because they are. Can I say my thought of the day? Fine. I, I mean, like I. I feel like I'm getting bombarded and I want to, I want to, you know, um, give my two cents. Okay. But I'm like, okay, yeah, if you're too busy, then fine, then don't do it. I'm talking about someone who wouldn't, someone who's like, hypothetically, let's say they're not busy in a hospital. Let's say they're a nurse. They're not working at, they're not busy. And they tell you to come over for like. Just come over. You want to have lunch? You want to lunch break? You want to have, yeah, we can have lunch in the cafeteria. I don't see what the problem is. Yeah. I mean, if it works for the girl and if it works it's out, it's got to obviously fine. work with for both sides. Yeah. And if someone's not okay with it, then fine, that's fine. But talking about like, I just don't like. You hear what I'm saying? I understand what you're I saying. I just don't get. Like, I just don't I see just what the problem is. Would not be okay with it. Which is totally fine. Which is and fine. <laughs> no one has to do anything. But I, I mean, I what understand. What about if they're family oriented? Would you reconsider? Uh, maybe. Oh, uh, I <laughs> Anyways, all right, fine. That's that's what. You, what are your two cents? Oh, my thought of the day has nothing to do with um, shidduchim. Mm, um, I am on day fourteen of my caffeine cleanse, and I what, feel what like this all about? absolute poo. Um, <laughs> my migraines are just really bad Oy. with my caffeine, so I've just decided to just kick it, it to the curb. Has it? Have you felt like it worked? Um, my migraines have been terrible since i stopped my caffeine but i think that oh. that's part of the process uh-huh. yeah, it's got to get cleansed through so it's got to get cleansed and i'm and i'm feeling actually a lot more i feel a lot better though really? without the caffeine wow. yeah i would have i would wake up and i would have like a migraine it was so bad i mean is this like today like two weeks later you're still having this or um two weeks later no it's much it's much better it's much better but oh my god the first week was pretty bad yeah yeah I mean, you're a medical professional. Does caffeine stay in the system for that long? Like, how does that work? I think work? they say it takes 21 days. 21 days. To wow. kick any habit. Really? Yeah. Okay. But it could take, I think, about like two or three weeks to totally be like caffeine free. This is interesting. So I guess we'll find out next week. Um, how, how I'm doing with my caffeine cleanse. Yeah, because that will be like three weeks by then. Oh, man. Yeah. Shibuchim. If I can make it that far. Yeah. Shibuchim. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. And we'll see you next time. Until next time. Bye. And remember, everything will always be about Shadokim. Catch you in the next episode.